Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. You are joined by me. My name is Megan, joined with my co-host, Melissa D. Monts. Hello. Thank you for saying my full name. You're welcome. I was going to um, say Melissa D. Little Monster because I did see a great um, tweet about how like we went from having a monster in the White House to having a little monster because Lady too. Gaga performed. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. I chuckled I a little loved bit. It. it made me giggle. Um, welcome to Don't Blame Me. This is an advice podcast where we give you fantastic advice. And how do we know it's fantastic? Because we said it is. Now sit down and listen <laughs> Um, when you're here what we say is bible fucking goes. yes <laughs> let her you're in our house now buckle up sweet cheeks okay okay um this is an advice <laughs> podcast and we have no credentials to give advice to be fair does anyone need credentials to give advice to be i at mean least- I, we've been doing it for years so we we're i mean i feel like we have some professional as in professional like ads support this show so therefore if you're getting paid by something it makes you a professional so like we are professional advice givers so how soon till we get our honorary doctorates because you know i want one i know you want one um i think we either need to do a lot of volunteer work at a university or or like donate money or i don't know if some of our listeners have like a pool maybe they can help 
I would all I want is to have an honorary doctorate without having my undergraduate degree. Like I, I just mean, think that, that would happen. be I know, but I just I just think that would be very fitting for me that I would yeah. have an honorary degree because I didn't I didn't even do the real one. I would love it. Oh, but if you want to call in for an episode, give give us a ring a ding. Uh, leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can record an audio message and then email it to us at meganpodcast at gmail.com. As always, got to be 18 or over. Have your parents' permission to call and uh, keep it under three minutes. Otherwise, you'll be cut off. Write it down. Practice. Make sure everything that you need to say, you can get there in that time limit. And uh, try not to forget any details because it's it, it, the details are important to us that the details that are important are important and the details mm-hmm. that are not important are not important wow like that I was said, deep that was thank so you. deep honorary doctor here i fucking <laughs> come <laughs> oh i would die i would die so what's new with you how are you i'm good i mean it's been raining today it's chilly um i just like feel elated um because of the rain be, well like the rain the rain really wanted i wanted to stay in bed all day as you know i sent you a picture 10 minutes before we started recording <laughs> like you were like my hair is still wet and i was like i haven't got out the bed yet so um <laughs> and i was also still the one who was later <laughs> i was here on time still yeah that was impressive um, yeah um but just like looking forward to the future like with my business because i just feel like the day is coming where i only have to work 40 hours a week and that has been bringing me a lot what of joy what will you do with all of that extra time <laughs> like sleep i mean i only sleep like three or four hours no, a day I know. so I mostly sleep and maybe like watch all the television that everybody's talking about get back into my writing which i've n- neglected so We'll see. No, I'm excited for you. I Me do think too. you're I think it's going to be a little bit of a shock for you, though. I know it's worked, going to be. You've worked so long for mm-hmm. so like this has been your constant for yeah. so, so long. Yeah. So I, I think it's going to it's going to be <sighs> I think it'll be liberating. I think you'll it have a period so of liberating. like and then it will be really liberating. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, I don't know what to do with my time. Oh, like maybe just sit there and don't do anything. Or just As like someone go who does a that walk. a lot, yeah, I can give you lots of tips. Thank you. We start all of our episodes with an update, so that's today is no different. Everybody, <laughs> it's just an just another. I mean, manic sometimes Monday, it's Saturday, but sometimes it's at the uh, end of oh, but the episode comes out on Monday. Gotcha. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> shut up, Megan. Um, <laughs> shut up, Melissa. I should say. Um, but sometimes the updates come at the end. That is true. That is true. But um, we've got our regular format this time. Yeah. So this one is from season seven, episode three. Let's get into it. So um, my original call was about my best friend who uh, left his toxic relationship with, um, yeah, just like <laughs> not a good person. And um, we FaceTimed and when we FaceTimed, my best friend and I, he said that he was not in a good place at that point. And he said that he would maybe want to get back together with his ex just to like um, play around and um, like play with his feelings because he was just so hurt by what happened in the relationship and everything. And I know, and like you mentioned that in the, in the um like my first call that um my friend is definitely not the sole victim and he knows that we talked about that and I also talked about him not ending it sooner because there was like <laughs> there were so many moments where they could have just ended it and they did like they had like an on-off thing um but I think you just like always go back to those relationships because they they mess with you Mm -hmm. (laughs) so yeah my question in the first call was just like I don't really know like I don't really know what advice I need I just basically needed to say it all (laughs) because I Mm -hmm. needed to like talk to someone who didn't know either of them and um like all my friends know them we do have an update (laughs) which is not it's not I mean, they're not back together, so that's good. His ex 
his his ex's mom was diagnosed with cancer just um just a little while ago and since my best friend's mom died of cancer he just like knew what was happening and like he knew how that must feel and so um his ex reached out to him telling him that his mom has cancer because he needed someone to watch the dog because mm. he doesn't have he doesn't have any friends he doesn't have any friends where he lives he in general doesn't really have a lot of friends which I think is a bit telling already <laughs> when yeah. you don't have and it is really hard like I tried to be friends with him I couldn't like he's I don't know I can't even really explain it or pin down what it is that just like toxic just, person yeah yeah it just yeah. doesn't work my friend was like okay I'll take the dog don't worry about it that's fine how long do you need me to watch him it's like about a week probably um and they did so they did that and um I didn't so I didn't know about that agreement <laughs> until I was talking to my friend on FaceTime and I saw the dog and I was like, what the fuck? What did you do? <laughs> did you take the dog? Because they don't live that far away from each other. So I'm like, did, did you take the dog? So I like jumped to conclusions. And I was like, so mad at him. And I, felt like, I was like, you can't do that. You're going to like, you're going to get in big trouble. <laughs> and I wouldn't and let they were, talk. And they were in the US, right? Yeah. 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 They are. Yeah. yeah. When he brought the dog back to his ex so he was like okay let's just sit down and, like try and talk like you know civilized people do <laughs> I mean he's had the dog so yeah so the dog is getting older I think she's about like around 13 maybe 14 already and um yeah so my friend was like just telling him that and that he's like a little concerned and um yeah apparently that just set off his ex and he like going it was just insane again and he was like telling him all those things and um he should have never asked him to even watch the dog and um why is he even doing that and um then he said like a couple hurtful things uh especially and I think I mentioned that in my first call my friend gained some weight also over like during the pandemic and just before it was just like a few very hard years for him with like losing mm -hmm. his mom and everything mm -hmm. and so his ex like used that against him which to me is just like fucked up like don't do that don't yeah. ever do that like and my friend at that point was like you know what just fuck you <laughs> like I'm not putting up with this again mm -hmm. and I'm gonna leave so he was about to leave and his ex just like they called a few other things like after he was already like, walking away he still called him a few other things like <sighs> dumbass asshole and like all those like stupid things and um he he just like at that moment he turned around and he looked at him like one last time and he's like I think I'm really done like I'm I think I'm really just done with you because every single time I mean they didn't hang out at the start of the pandemic and this was like the first time they actually like saw each other again because mm -hmm. of the dog um and it's like well you didn't change you know yeah. like you could have taken this time now where you really have time for yourself to work on yourself because that's what mm -hmm. he kept on saying like his ex was always about like oh I'm gonna change I'm gonna change and um it's gonna be all fine and i'm gonna people that also, say that are <laughs> lying just to keep you yeah. around anybody that's yeah. gonna change they're not they're gonna, gonna announce it to the no. world they're just gonna yeah. be a better person yeah mm -hmm. and it was so he his ex um it was probably like about a month after they broke up he texted his um he texted my friend and he was like i think i want to end my life I was like, okay, like you're done. Why are you, why are you telling your ex who broke up with you that you want to end your life? Like that, you it's know, manipulative. Mm -hmm. not, not great. So then my friend takes at me and he's like, okay, he just said he wants to end his life. What am I doing? I'm like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I 
talk to him if you feel like it. Don't if you don't. Mm-hmm. Like if you really think he's in danger, maybe reach out to one of his friends that you both know, which he ultimately did. And then um, his ex was hospitalized for a few days. And afterwards, he even reached out to me saying like, oh, I think, I'm, I, think I have a plan about what I'm going to do with my life. I think I'm going to um, try and stay sober from now on. I think alcohol is a huge issue for me. And just like all those things, he's like, I'm going to do therapy and I'm going to do this and that and that. I'm like, okay, great, cool. Like, keep up with that. But he didn't. (laughs) Of course not. I don't know. I understand my best friend for not wanting to engage with that anymore. Mm -hmm. It's also not recommended if you're getting sober to like be in relationships, especially relationships with people that you've hurt and are like Mm -hmm. actively hurting. Like you have to, you know, get get your shit together before you can like make amends and he's just trying to like make statements as if those are making amends versus actually doing anything yeah he just wants attention that's all yeah did your friend get to take the dog forever did he take the dog no (laughs) damn it this is like such a prime example of like when we say clean break cut someone off like take a fucking break and then you'll get over it like the whole thing that you've saying like since the beginning they've been on again off again both toxic for each other and then like the pandemic happened they didn't see each other for an extended period of time he like your friend rick riled himself up was like i'm gonna see him like i'm gonna like revenge like i'm gonna be like petty 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 and then you see that person and you realize that because you've taken that break you're like oh i don't care anymore like it's and like, like that's where you at now. When yeah. you have that detachment, like you yeah. need that. Like when you are in a toxic relationship, it's impossible to see the other side until yeah. you have that break. You are like you have to rid them that habit. Like you have to break the habit yeah. and that cycle and you need that time and that space away before you're like, "Oh, wow, holy shit." Okay. Like yeah. not to relate it to like, you know, Olivia Rodrigo driver's license fucking obsessed <laughs> with that song. But I'm like, "Oh Thanks. my god, I can't wait till you are fucking 19, 20 years old and you realize that like this boy is a piece of shit." But like when you're yeah. in that and you feel that like you can't and like it's it's just like a natural thing that happens. Like you get in this like on again, off again or like this push pull kind of thing. And until you have that like space away from that, you can't have that clarity. And I think no, the pandemic yeah. is forcing a lot of people to like have that like forced space and forced time away. And like we're hearing that with like people who's like friendships are like they, they're having friendships that are dissolving or relationships oh, yeah. or any of that Definitely. stuff. Yeah. Which like, you know, I think it's of, of there are very few positives that I think have come out of this. But I think <laughs> that is I think that's one that like a lot of people have been able to like it's it's forced people to take some space when they wouldn't have making that made that choice for themselves and realize like, oh, shit, I'm a lot better off without this yeah. Second person. Yeah. So how are you? Because you had asked, like, what should I do? So how are you doing? Yeah. yeah. So how's, how's your like, friendship? I mean, I, Oh, it's great. (laughs) It's great. I I did tell him, I was like, you do know that that call that we had where he was like, oh, I might like fuck around with him. That upset me. Like that is, that was bullshit. Like that was not cool. He apologized. And because at first he was like, did I really say that? And I was like, yeah, you did. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Of course. Oh, hot damn. <laughs> I'm so glad that none of my friends are like this. Uh, I, I just think that she's, you know, a good friend, but sometimes you have to distance yourself, which she physically did by moving to a, co- a different country um, in order to have more perspective. Yeah. Normalize calling she, your friends out for doing toxic yeah, shit. And that's what she did. Mm-hmm. All right. Should we get into the first call? Yeah. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, I have a quick question for a preface. I'm 25. I'm an Aquarius. And I just got out of a four-year relationship. Um, it ended pretty mutually. We just kind of figured out that we weren't meant to be together. So I'm ready to move on. My question is, what is the protocol nowadays with having photos of your ex on your Instagram or Facebook? Um, I don't really get too emotionally connected to the photos with exes, so I'm not worried about, you know, those being gone forever, but I 
kind of just like the way I look in some of those photos. So I'm hesitating to delete them. Um, in my past breakup years ago, I didn't delete any photos. They were pretty far back already. So I kind of just started to post new up-to-date photos of just me and they went into the abyss and nobody really noticed them. Um, nowadays, I'm pretty inconsistent with, you know, my Instagram game. So I'm worried if I don't post a bunch of new photos, if somebody looks me up, maybe a guy that I was talking to on that front page, they'll, they might see a couple photos of me with my ex. Um, so what do you think? How does this look to potential guys I may want to connect with? And what would you do? Thanks. Bye. I have like very strong feelings about this, but I think we're going to have different. I think you don't care. I don't. Um, and I think that pictures are just like a timestamp of your life. And I think that it really doesn't matter. But also, I never post pictures with my significant other. So I don't have, so it doesn't yeah. matter for me. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, if I saw it on somebody else's page, I wouldn't care. That's, so. I mean, I, I, I am the, uh, I'm someone who like, I rarely, rarely like up. At, I think the only person I ever posted on Instagram. Yeah. Mons was the first boyfriend I ever first. And I think the only guy I've ever posted, the only boyfriend I've ever posted on Instagram. I definitely did. Yeah. Um, and that took like a year and some time, but, uh, I, I just think in general, like, if you're not attached to the photos, I would just archive them just because like, I think if you're like going on dating apps and stuff, like people are, people have so much free time at home and they're like swiping through and all of that kind of stuff. Like when I have friends who are like swiping through on a guy or whatever, and they like get his Instagram and they send it to me and like the most recent photo is, or like there's a lot of recent photos with like their ex and like, there's not really a lot of stuff after that. Like it just gives pause. And I think right now there's not really dating in a pandemic is really hard and like things that give people pause like no one's really taking the time to like I don't know like where it's like a conversation you have in person where it's like oh yeah I don't really use my Instagram my ex is on here I I I think it just if you're not attached to them I would just archive the photos and then if you like in a couple months you're like oh, you know what like I want to put these back like put them back up but I would I would just like make a test of it and like see if like how your dating apps, like how that stuff is going, if it goes better once those photos are, if they're not there. Cause like you can't really know if people are taking into consideration until they're not there. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think there's like, it's, it, I think it's very split. Like I know people who like immediately will delete everything, even if it was like a mutual breakup and like it's just cause they don't, they just like don't want that there. But then I know other people who also think of it kind of as like a timeline and like mm -hmm. this is just like, this was a time in my life and you don't know, uh, what you don't know who like what those people are and i think like, you'll end up with someone who also doesn't give a shit but yeah. like you don't necessarily know that right now um and i would just like test it out like it's not something that i personally like but i'm also like an insecure person which is again on me that like if i like was like talking to a guy and like i scrolled back and like i, I could see all the pictures of him and like his ex like girlfriend i would be like a little like Ugh this is weird, but like I would move past it, but like it would definitely like, I would be a little like weirded out. But like, I also think of Instagram very different than Facebook, like Facebook. I'm sure Mats's pictures with his ex-girlfriend on Facebook. I've never looked, but like Instagram just feels a little bit different. If you're using one of those dating apps that connects to your Instagram, because then you like scroll to the bottom of the dating app and it's like your most recent photos. If it's you and a dude, like sometimes people don't, but again, at the end of the day, like if people who don't take the time to like ask or like say that they feel uncomfortable, they're also not the right guy for you. Mm. So I think whatever choice you want to make is fine. Like, I think that's fine. But I would I would try it both ways for like a month or like a couple weeks and see if you're getting any different like interactions. And if like one you feel like is working better than the other. And also did your ex delete pictures of you? Because I would then be petty. Like if he like archived all those pictures. I would just like probably either archive or re-upload cropped. 
Because <laughs> you look so good. Make a collage of all the ones where you look so good in it. But I think it's also a good sign to see that you have like a health, like, you know I mean? Like that to me also yeah. shows like confidence and maturity that like you and you still have photos up with your ex and like you guys ended on good terms and like there's no hard feelings and it's totally fine like that's like a very that's like a big turn on um it's just a matter of like finding the right guy who cares enough to ask and doesn't just assume like oh she's not over him Mm -hmm. but yeah i think it's either a good way to weed out guys who are not for you or it's how would you feel like like not you megan but caller she's an Aquarius. That's like what I'm I curious. Um, like, how would you feel if you saw somebody else's pictures on, like, with their exes on their dating apps? I don't think she'd care. I don't think she'd care either. And yeah. so I think, like, you there's a probably pot for every wanna, lid. Yeah, there's a pot no. for every lid, and you'd probably want to be there's a lid yeah, for every lid pot. For every pot. <laughs> um, they probably <laughs> you'd probably want to be with somebody else that just doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it is a good way to like weed out those people. But if you're also like not in the time, if you're not in like the place where you like want to date date and you just want to like flirt and talk to people, if you feel like it's hindering that, like Mm -hmm. then take it out for a while and then like get your flirt on and have fun. And if you want to like get into another relationship, eventually like put them back up. And like that is kind of a good way to weed out people who aren't like that and people who aren't kind of comfortable and chill, which is again, fine. I'm someone who's like not comfortable or chill with that and like that's i found someone like it's great like there's no right or wrong way to go about it um you just gotta you gotta find your your lid or your pot mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah both of our faces like it's not right <laughs> ah, well all right on to the next one Mm-hmm. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I am a Gemini and I am 27 years old. Um, so I have a weird question. Um, basically, this guy and I have known each other for about two years before anything started happening. Um, we are both part of the same nonprofit. Um, we both experienced a different trauma, um, but under the same umbrella. So that's how we're in the same group. Um, but basically, he is almost... 40, um, and things started happening with him at an event that we were at together. Um, that was back in September, and things are still going on, and it is almost February now. But the problem is, is that since he's older, he doesn't want children, um, and I do. And lately, things have just kind of come to a head with that. Uh, but I'm usually super picky, and I don't like anybody. And <laughs> I actually like him. So I know you guys are probably going to tell me that I just need to cut it off. Um, But it's COVID and where am I going to find anybody else? Um, So I've kind of just been killing time and keeping my feelings out of distance. Um, But lately I haven't been able to do that. We've been having some serious talks and just trying to figure things out. Um, So yeah, just really looking for some advice and trying to figure out what the hell I should do about this. Because I actually do really like him, and he really likes me, but, you know, kids are just a big thing. And in the beginning, I thought he said he did want kids, but it turns out that he was saying he was open to people having kids, um, not necessarily that he wanted to have kids himself because of his age. Um, So, yeah, hopefully you guys give me some advice. Um, Also, I'm a counselor at a school, so I kind of already know what you're going to say. I just... I guess I need some validation or an ass kicking here. Um, love the podcast. Bye. There's only two options. Either we tell you what you know we're going to tell you. And the only other thing we can say is you should settle and don't have kids. Yeah. And just because we're in a pandemic doesn't mean that you have to settle like or be with anyone. I mean, like, for example, my friend this week was like, I met somebody I want to, or not met somebody, somebody they know that they want like to introduce me to. And I was like, are they in LA? And she's like, no, they're in Atlanta. I was like, why am I going to waste both of our time? Yeah. Like, wh- don't waste your time just because you're lonely. You can be his friend if that's what you're just lonely and you just want to be his friend then be his friend. But like, why? And no. And don't you can wait till the pandemic's over to find somebody i think people have this like doomsday mentality and i would i would ask your i would 
do an inventory of how many of your friends are single, how many are in relationships. Because if it feels like all of your friends are in relationships or are married or anything like that, like, or even the people you follow on Instagram, like you're just seeing a lot of that. I think a lot of people are treating this like the end of the world Mm -hmm. and that like shit needs to get done now. Like that this is, this is, and I'll be, I'm guilty of very much being like, this is going to be forever. Like this is how the rest of the world, like the rest of our lives are going to be. But when you think about it like that, that's, it's so pessimistic and it's, that's not true. That's not what's going to happen. And then flash forward, let's say like two years or something. And you're like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't even think she would make it to two years. That's what I mean. Like, but I'm like, it's, it's something that this is good on him for being honest upfront that this is a deal breaker for him. There was some miscommunication at the start of like that conversation, but this is a deal that's this is something that he doesn't want and you never ever want to have kids with somebody who's having kids to make you happy that is does not a good parent make like no no not at all and even if you're picky it only has to work out once Mm -hmm. and this is not the one time because it's not working out like i very much agree like i hate everyone i'm so fucking picky like i literally hate every guy I've ever dated except for Moss. Um, And, but it only has to work out one time. And it sucks because I think we've all been there where it is working out. And like, you think that this is like, oh my God, great. And then you hit that roadblock and that deal breaker. And you're like, well, shit. And that's another case of it not working out. Not, oh, this is the right relationship. How can I make this work? It would just work. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not and like this is not something that's fair for either of you to compromise on or appease the other one on because it either is appeasing with having a kid with a dad who like does not want him and like I don't know what your home life situation is and like if you came from like two loving parents and like you might not be able to fathom like well once he has a kid like he will love not no it's not that's not not how how it goes that's not how you want your relationship to be at all and also I think he has like a valid point that like he's older and he just yeah. doesn't want to be an old dad. It would be different if somebody is bringing, you know, kids into the relationship because the kids would be older. And you don't need to like convince anybody that that's like that those fears are not like that they can work around them. Mm-hmm. Like if he wanted kids, there are lots of 40 year old dudes who have kids. Yeah. If he wanted them, he would. This is yeah. this is the reason, but I'm sure it's not the only reason. And this is like his choice. And it's not like one of those things where it's like, oh, well, I want him like, no, he'll be such a good dad. And I know he would be. And like the only thing holding him back is his age. But like it, we can do it and it'll be great. And like it becomes romanticizing this narrative that he's not a part of. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what he's saying. And just because that's my, maybe how you would feel is not it's not reflective of how he feels at all but i just i cut your losses now before you're getting even more invested and spend your time you know getting back on dating apps and talking to people and messaging people and like make sure on those dating apps you're filtering for people who want kids and like have that conversation with people pretty early on and this isn't it's not like a poll. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not like there's only like one dude who wants to have kids and like, mm-hmm. it's the ra- the race to find him. Like this guy exists out there. And just because you've been picky and you haven't liked any of these other people before, like, that's good. That's why, like, they haven't been your person and you'll meet your person and it will, they will tick all of the boxes that are important to you. And the deal breakers, the, you guys will be on the same page with all of that stuff. It's not as complicated as people make it out to seem. Like relationships are hard, but the fundamentals of relationships should not be hard. Like the more your moral stances, like any of those deal breaker things, like those are not things you should lose sleep over at all with a partner. Like Mm -hmm. the day to day kind of stuff, you get on each other's nerves, you fight about things like communication. Like there are certain things that like happen the day to day of relationship, but like the base fundamentals of what you both want, if they're not the same, there's like, it's just going to show up in every other aspect of your relationship. Right. Because you're just different people. Cut so, your losses. Yeah. And also, as a school counselor, I feel like you, of all people, should know that trauma bonding with someone is not the way to start a relationship. Oh, she knows. She knows. That's why she included it. I'm I like, know. you know, that's like, you need, like, come on. 
No. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Today's episode is brought to you by... A sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood-rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time, and I just got my... I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function, there it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious. Like it's, it's so good. I've even like had it on like ice and been like, I'm drinking like a drink drink. Like you can throw a little straw in there and it's, it's delicious. It's so good. And I just, I love, they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like, you know, medically need some electrolytes, but also if you're working out, if you're sweating, hot summer day, you're going to an amusement park, you're on your feet for a long period of time, all of that. Um, most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need. Yeah, I drink mine specifically when I am working out. It's my beverage while I'm working out. I just take one stick of the hydrate, mix it in with my bottle of water. 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there. They also have the all-in-one shakes, which I absolutely love. I'm running low, so I got to get some more. But um, I love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have three tins, four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. 
This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book, a lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like, you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is, it's kind of like a, a straight shot into that and something that book of the month you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are a part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress and as well there are reading challenges and rewards and book of the month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next which for me is like the biggest hurdle i love when other people make choices for me especially when they're good choices and i'm like cool i can trust you so each month the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from all of the books are so good you can't go wrong and i mean that wholeheartedly when we were picking like our selects for this i was like wait this I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received the return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The ministry of time is like, people are calling it like, if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from town and country saying it's really innovative fun storytelling the ministry of time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024 and then harper's bazaar also said part time travel romance part spy thriller and 100 percent multifaceted joyride <gasps> when i tell you that i was like sold we're also excited about the return of ellie black and this one is about a missing girl who returns but that isn't the end of the story it's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work, which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com. And you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Okay, we are back from our break, and let's get into the rest of the calls. Hey, girlies. I am a 23-year-old Sagittarius. My friend in this story is 21 and is a Gemini, and she's dating a 20-year-old who's a Cancer. Um, okay, so my friend has always been the type of person to just jump from one relationship to another, and whoever she's dating, she just completely falls head over heels in love with them and believes that she's going to marry them, be with them forever, which is normal, I guess. Um everyone does but her boyfriend texted me the other day saying he's planning on proposing to her i genuinely think that they're rushing into something that doesn't need to happen yet um i really do think that they're making a mistake i just think that's a really bad idea um i want to mention that i obviously am jealous i acknowledge that i'm jealous i'm in a long-term relationship and we aren't planning on getting engaged until we're more financially stable currently my friend does not have a job and her boyfriend is finishing his senior year of college I know there's really nothing I can do in this situation that should just be quiet and supportive because it's my friend, but something about this just doesn't seem right to me. Any advice is welcome. Feel free to rip into me. I know I'm probably being a jealous bitch, but I feel like I have to protect my friend because I genuinely think this is a mistake. Okay. Love you guys. Been here since day one. You guys are the bomb. 
later. All of those nice things I can forgive you for saying girly at the start. Ugh, twice. I just feel like I just feel like you're trying to recruit me for a pyramid scheme when you call yeah. me girly. Hey, girling. Like it's so con. Like, and I know you don't mean it this way. Like yours, you said it in a very earnest way. But I've I've never, if I've ever called any anyone girly, if you're listening, it's been condescending. <laughs> like I'm not being. I nice. can't even see that coming out of your mouth. That's what I mean. Like I think I've only ever done it when someone's messaged me saying like, "Hey, girly. Like just want to let you know that like Republicans are really great people and like Trump's a Supporters have like wonderful morals. And then I go, hey, girly, shut the fuck up. You lying piece of shit. Like that's the only time I can see myself saying, hey, girly. Gotcha. Here's the thing. I think it's great and like so like self-aware of you to recognize that you're jealous and like you and your boyfriend are like, the thing is you and your boyfriend are like, oh, we want to wait till we're more financially stable. And like the circumstance which you've described your friend and her boyfriend, um, it seems quite similar to the situation of you and your boy. Like, it doesn't seem like they're crazy financially stable or they have all this other stuff. So I can see how that feels frustrating um, because you wouldn't make that choice. But that's not everybody's choice. I mean, like people get married who have no money and get engaged with no money. Like, that's very, that's very, very okay. It just depends on people's priorities and like what they want. Um, And I think you're just jealous because like, what's wrong with this dude? I think one part of it is, though, that she said at the beginning of the call that everybody that her friend meets, she's head over heels in love with them from the jump. I think that's yeah. the biggest problem. But and now do we she's know met, how long they've been dating? Uh, she didn't really say, but I think that's the problem. And then this guy, somebody seems like he's the same type of person. So maybe they're a match made in heaven. Maybe it is too soon. But that's not for you to judge. Yeah. And I, she said they're Cancer and Gemini, which if the if her friend is a her friend's a Gemini. Yeah. And mm-hmm. She's dating a Cancer. This is very Gemini behavior. Um, I mean, it's also like, you know, we don't believe in we're not diehard. I'm not a diehard astrology believer, but like sometimes it is. No, like, oh, I am. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah leave that in the reviews it's <laughs> melissa <laughs> melissa loves astrology <laughs> she's obsessed um but uh it it can be hard to like try and protect your friend from their mistakes but like some some like that's just also kind of how some people are and like there doesn't have to be anything wrong with that if they don't see anything wrong with that like that's just some people are people who like fall hard fast and quick and like while someone on the outside who's not in that relationship and that's not how you behave, not how I behave, that's something that like I would be like, oh, I would want to change it about myself. But like your friend doesn't necessarily want to. Like people can be okay and comfortable with those traits that like we wouldn't we wouldn't be cool with and something that we would really want to stray away from. But like you said, like you can't stop like she has to figure this kind of stuff out on her own. And it might work out, it might not, but I think the feelings are rooted in in jealousy i think a bit and then i think also you think that it's they're they're being stupid with their choices because it's not the choices that you and your boyfriend have decided to make like because you're being like oh well financially and all of this kind of stuff that it feels like everybody else should be kind of thinking that way too and it's hard when a close friend isn't doing what you would want them to do decide and maybe she's not even ready to get married (laughs) yeah maybe she's like oh fuck no that's way too soon like i don't want to do that blah 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 um and also they can be engaged for a long time but like why does he i'm i'm curious how long they've been dating because if if he's trying to do this like so fast and you feel like it's so rushed is he going into the army (laughs) and if you're gonna set fire to a relationship you 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 got to be prepared for what the backlash might be. Have fun being a bridesmaid! Yay! <laughs> Should we go on to the next? Yeah. Hi, Megan and Melissa. Um, I have a problem with an ex. So he's in the military, but he came back for like a month. He's like still here, and I haven't seen him. But he's been causing like a lot of issues in my life. When we were dating, he was, like, really manipulative and, like, emotionally abusive. So what happened is that he started causing trouble with my boyfriend and his friends at first. 
and they were like all mad at us for like absolutely no reason and they started targeting me and calling me like a whore and that I'm useless and then since my ex is friends with my old friends that I cut off he got them because my boyfriend was saying that he's gonna beat my ex up which was totally dumb but he got them to um start talking to my boyfriend and for some reason it wasn't even about like him saying that stuff it was about me and how it was crazy and toxic and like they were telling him all this stuff like while I was like sitting right next to him so I could hear everything that they were saying and I wouldn't say that and they said the reason why I was toxic is because I was like I talked crap about my boyfriend which is not true I tell them exactly like what happened that he was manipulative manipulative and that he cheated on me and emotionally abusive and all this stuff so it was just crazy and I thought it was going to be all over because all that happened in one weekend but it wasn't over because then my ex started showing up to my work like multiple times and he knew I was there because I would see him looking at me and I would not say anything and I thought it was so creepy and he said he was there to like see my friend but like he would always show up and the last time he actually like tried to talk to me and I was like no I'm not dealing with this and he also started trying to fuck all of my new friends so that's been great he actually succeeded with one of them but any advice how to deal with this would be great because it's crazy and I just want him to leave so thanks love the podcast I mean, we all know how I feel about this genre in itself. Um, God, what a fucking piece of like a bored piece of shit. Like, first of all, like to address your like him trying to fuck your friends thing. If your friends are those are not your friends. And like, just like you don't have to try and if your friends know the situation, know this is your toxic ex. To be fair, regardless if it was like toxic or he cheated on you or anything like that. Um. I'm not going to fuck any of my friends' exes. And any of your friends who, like, need a reason not to fuck your ex are not your friends. Like, you don't need to, like, convince them not to. Like, yeah. Ju- and it sounds like you you went through, like, you've gone through a group of friends, which it's really hurtful when, like, you go through a lot of shit and then people take the side of the person who, like, caused you so much harm. But you don't need to settle for, like, shitty friends at all. Um, Up until the point when you were saying that he showed up at your work, I was like you just need to block his number and like you and your boyfriend need to not answer anything that he does. But like, this is like a different level. Yeah. And he might have like emotionally manipulated her friends too. Like we already know that he's a manipulator. No, that's true. I mean, I'm just curious because if it's you, your old friend group was all friends with him and this new friend group, do they know him? Like, have they heard of him? Like, how did he find them? Also, we're in a pandemic. Um, yeah. How I does mean, he know that you're they're your friends? Yeah. I'm curious about that. But here's the thing. Like, people like this want attention and they want a reaction out of you. So, like, your gut instinct of just, like, not acknowledging him is spot on. That's exactly what you should do is like, just not don't engage. If he fucks one of your friends, you just don't like, there's no blow up. There's no any of that stuff. Like it's just like fucking ignore all of that because he'll eventually get bored. But if you are, if you're, if you're worried about like your physical safety and your are like, and you feel physically in danger, that's a different story. And then that's when you, in general, I think you should let your boss know or your manager, whoever you work with, say, hey, I have like a horribly manipulative, awful ex-boyfriend who's been showing up here all the time. Um, and I just like don't feel really comfortable. So like if like at the end of the workday, if you could like walk me to my car or if you have to like go out anywhere where he would be like just so somebody knows um, in that and that also so it's not so isolating. And but if he like is the thing with restra- I don't know what state you're in, but a lot of times restraining orders uh, is multiple 
times and they have to be like on your like threatening physical harm, which is like Mm -hmm. a huge issue because most of the time people who are like abusive or whatever, uh, just their presence is is a threat. And like, you know that, but like they need to like explicitly say that they're going to hurt you. But depends on what state you're in. Um, But if you are like worried for your safety, I would I mean, I would cut off anybody who has any access to him like make sure that he's blocked on all your socials as well as like your boyfriends and stuff so he's not seeing where you are or any of that and then i would also like file a police report about it and like let your manager know and if you're at a place where you can like switch if you're at like a job that has like multiple branches or locations if you can like switch that or anything but i i think if you don't give him any attention i think eventually he will get bored and he'll move on to somebody else because people who are this emote, like manipulative and toxic, like this is who they are and they feed off of that power and control. And if he doesn't have that power and control over you, he's going to move on to someone who he will have power and control over. Yeah. And also like if he's in the military, isn't he going to leave at some point too? You would think. Like active min- military. Doesn't he have to get married or something? <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. But, but we don't <laughs> Do- want that on no any other not at girl. all but like that's the thing that like when you hear of lots of like the stereotype of like toxic military dudes who like cheat on their like people it's like oh i'm getting i want to get married for the benefits and x y and z and then i'm gonna treat them like shit so you would think that he would move on to get some benefits yeah this is awful this is and, terrible like, yeah i think like as like focus on your relationship with you and your boyfriend like if he feels confident and comfortable in your relationship and he's like not like worried and they're not getting into his head i think it's also like a, important usually to admit in relationships that like are toxic that toxic when you are in a toxic relationship inevitably you will also take on some toxic traits because that's what gaslighting does mm-hmm. like that's they that's why <laughs> like people gaslight you into like making you think that you're crazy and so then you start accusing them of doing stuff that they're accusing you of doing something that they're actually doing and then then you start getting paranoid and you start accusing it's a whole cycle so like if if there are things that like you're not necessarily like proud of or like you're like yeah that was not like a great choice like i think as long as you're honest with your like boyfriend that you're like yeah this relationship was awful he was horrible to me and like i didn't yeah like i i it definitely got it un like in my head and like there are things that I'm not proud of but like in the context of all of this like you've seen that that's not our relationship so as long as he feels comforted in like you guys are solid then you just have to worry about like your own physical safety and then you just don't give him any attention Mm because again he eventually will move on to someone who he can have power and control over and right now he's trying to assert and like he's floundering, like he can't get the power and control over you. So then he goes to your boyfriend, tries to take that away from you. That doesn't work. Then goes to your friends, tries to take that away from you. And like goes eventually to your work. work. Yeah. He's going to run out of things like he's like right now, as you can see, he's already going through that list. What a piece of shit. Ugh. What a piece of fucking shit. God, get a fucking hobby. Ugh. Don't blame them time. This is where uh, we have one of our callers who has advice that pertains to a previous um, episode. No, one of our listeners has advice for one of our callers from a previous episode. Wow. That was like actually a great way to phrase it. And I've never done it like that. And we've been doing this for fucking years. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, so um, the original call was in season seven, episode six. And the original caller um, was going off to college and her best friend was like trying to go to the same college as her. And (gasps) the girl wants a clean break. So here's somebody sharing their experience. Hi, I was calling in for a um, don't blame them for the call on the most recent episode about um, the friend that is following you to college or thinking about going to the same college, wanting to be roommates. Um, and I actually, when I was looking at my, I just graduated from college last year. Um, and when I was looking for colleges, I specifically looked for colleges that didn't have people from my high school going to them because I really wanted that growth opportunity and the chance to be independent. Um, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. And so it sounds like for this caller that um, there's just a difference in expectations of what you both want out of college. And it sounds like the caller is really wanting 
um, an independence growing opportunity, the chance to meet new people. And I think that, that framing it as that to your friend that wants to room with you and wants to do all these things with you, um, is a, is a way that could potentially prevent hurt feelings by just saying, I think we want different things out of, out of the college experience overall. And I want to go and meet new people and I want to go have all these new opportunities. And you're more than welcome to come to the same college as me. Um, however, I don't want to be kind of chained to you because I want this, this opportunity to be independent and kind of prove myself as responsible. Um, and I think that, that prevents it from being more of a, um, like, a, I don't want to room with you because I don't like who you are type of thing, or I, I'm worried about how we would work in a roommate dynamic. Um, so I think that framing it that way might be helpful. Um, and good for you. Good for you for wanting to be independent and go to a college where you don't know anybody. Um, it was the best thing I ever did. I do not regret it at all. And so um, I wish you the best of luck. And I hope that this um, little piece of perspective is helpful. Bye. There's two different kinds of people who like want two different kinds of college experiences. Well, that's it for our episode. We hope you enjoyed. If you want to leave us a review on the Apple Podcast app, we always appreciate it. We also appreciate when you follow us um, online, not in person, social distance. We <laughs> Don't even try to come near us. You don't even know where we are. Um, both of our socials are always listed down below. And if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. International listeners, you can send us an audio message at Megan Podcast at gmail.com same goes for anyone who has updates and if you want to watch the video version of the podcast we are on patreon it's one dollar a month that's it only a dollar and if you want to really support our show which we appreciate so much five dollars a month uh we do two zoom like live streams which is a really fun time hanging out it's a great way to like be a part of the community and also support our show and um, speaking of community, our Facebook group is open. If you would like to join, please join. I, um, If you don't know the answers, stop applying. <laughs> if you can't answer one of the questions, don't apply. Don't say I don't know, but I really love the podcast. Not how it, doesn't it works. It doesn't get your points. Don't send us DMs. We do get messages from people who uh, one of the requirements is you need to have like some so public socials. And I do understand that some people are in like Profession. professions where that's like not something that they can do. The thing that the issue is with that, like, I don't want to be like, sorry, you can't join the group. But the issue is we can't verify your identity. Mm -hmm. And so when you're like, oh, well, I'll send you this other thing. Like we I need to know what your pictures are. I need to see that these are the same people in these pictures need to like, like cross reference that kind of stuff. And like we do, we essentially do background checks on everyone who joins because we need to make sure that the group is like a safe place for people because people are very personal, very vulnerable and open with a lot of things that they're actively going through in their life that like we can't have people tracing them we also have like people like a list of names of whether it's like family members or uh previous partners like abusive kind of where we have to make sure that you're not one of those people posing as somebody else and so if you can't have a public profile i would just say on apply on I like a Monday or something or over a weekend or on one day and say, I'm going to leave my social and write in your description. I'm leaving my socials public for one day and then I'm going to private them. And then I see if I see that and they're private again, I'll message you and mm -hmm. be like, open them back up so I can see in this kind of stuff. But it's I understand not having like a consistently public open social media profiles for everything. But um we can't verify and it's to protect everybody in the group, including you. Yeah, exactly. And so like you're protecting yourself and like not having public profiles, but like we need to have, we need to have that. And that's, yeah, that's, and like we have like extenuating circumstances of like people who don't have, um, like we require you have like profile pictures and all of that stuff like on, like we've had like conversation, like public conversations with a couple of members who don't just because they're like, you can, they, they've posted their tagged photos and they've shown this kind of stuff or whatever. But like, there's like extenuating circumstances that we have a group of collective agreed, like, okay, this is something that we're okay with, but we're not okay with not having, not verifying the people who are mm -hmm. in the group. Um, so, and once you join, you will see, because like, it's a wonderful, lovely place. Everybody's great. Like, 
it's fantastic. Um, and also if you get kicked out of the group because you are inactive and you immediately reapply, I will actually block you because all that to me says that you just lurk mm-hmm. <laughs> and you have never liked commented fucking hearted a single goddamn thing. But the day that I, I delete, I remove you from the group, you reapply again. You're that checking on that this. You immediately saw that you weren't in the yep. group, meaning that you always come back. Mm hmm. And that you are active on Facebook, but not in the group. Yep. I don't know yep. how much yep. clearer yep. we can make this. Oh, and I can't with your the last thing I'll say on the public profiles. Do not send me uh, your baby. If there's no fucking pictures of you, your dog or your business account. <laughs> Again, like I just think of it as like reverse catfish. <laughs> like we have to verify all of this information. So, um, that's pretty that's much it. it. Okay. We will, um, see you guys next time. Bye. Goodbye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.